You're listening to It's Not a Show with Terry Francisco and Rance Rizzuto. They're usually performers, but today they're just pals. And it's not a show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tara. <laughs> I feel like at the, at the top of the episode, I'm being scolded. Oh, oh, what have you done, Tara? Oh, what a shame. Tara. Oh, no. Here we go. Hey, it's episode 10. Is that right? Oh, my God. Woo! Yes. Double it's episode dead. 10. Hey, I w- I just want to clear up. I'm not, like, scolding you. I'm like, oh, Tara. What a time. Oh, what a time. Tara. What oh, a Tara. Shame. What a shame. What a time, Tara. Hey, it's episode 10, my dude. Double digits. We made it, Tara. Double dig. I really I, I couldn't be more excited. This is this is a this is a wild ride we're on. This old not a show. Whoa. It's oh, not no. a show. It's a ride. <laughs> hey, thanks for everyone uh listening and subscribing and hanging in and chatting with us and talking back in your cars and on your walks and if you're cooking dinner, whatever you're doing that's making you feel like a normal human. Thank you for adding us to the mix. Yeah, and, thanks for uh, putting us in with your normal human activities. <laughs> normal human activities. Me. I am doing an activity like you are, for I am a human. I also am. Oh, yes. Me as well. La la la, human stuff. <laughs> thanks for listening. We're so glad. We're so glad. We've had such great feedback from so many uh, listeners and fans and friends. Um, not even just our family members and friends, like people we don't even know have been telling us uh, they've had a great time kind of arguing, arguing with us on the podcast subjects, which is a delight. Yes. That's what it's all about. And or laughing, just laughing their butts off at just horrible, horrible hypotheses we've made. Yeah. About the why of anything we've been asked. Hey, if you're here, uh, if you're just joining us now, uh, like it's probably worth going back to the start and uh, cranking through because we tend to refer back to some things. Also, if, you're, uh, if you've been with us the whole way, awesome. And guess what? In the near future, we're going to be having some guests join us. So look Ooh. forward to that. Hey, also, if you're joining us for the first time today, that's okay too. You know what? I bet you'll be able to catch on in a lot of ways. And going back might just be a fun, fun thing for you to do. But I don't know if you're going to miss any hot history. If we, may, if we do a bit that you don't understand... It's probably buried in the first nine. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's buried in the first nine. But boy, we're so glad that you're here on one zero. Ten. One zero. Oh man, we're tweens. We're tweens. Is that is that a ten? I mean, we're in between. We're in between nine and thirteen. Oh. Okay. Isn't that, that the sense. idea? That makes sense. Ten seems a little young for a tween to me, but I, I get I get the idea. I think that tweens are tweens because they're in between. I thought for just a second that my, I think my brain led me to believe, not me, my brain, my brain led me to believe that tweens for whatever reason was when you're in your teens, nearing twenties. No, 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 no. That's your teens. That's your friend. teens. Yep. That's, that's your what teens. that's called the teens. Tweens are in betweeners, in betweeners of the, that makes of sense. The, yeah, whatever you want to call this, the 10. And, you know, speaking of 10s, uh, and speaking of speaking of like birthdays and changing ages, guess what? It was our dog's birthday yesterday. I know everyone's counting the days. Oh, so. 
Clark and Addison turned a whopping four years old yesterday. And we had, you know, in these, in these days where all days run together and we have more time on our hands other than doing our little businesses and leading some workshops and improvisational things. Uh, I'll tell you what, we made time for doggy birthdays yesterday. It was a oh, Sunday. Yeah. We were, we did some, we did some snacks. We did some treats. We did some walking. We did some backyard time. We did a car ride. We went and saw some deer so they could go see deer. Yeah. We did all the dog fun things. We did all the things that they love to do. We let them bark at UPS uh, delivery. We let them, we let them, um, what's something else that they, I typically don't like that they, that they, we let them do. I think we just, in the drive, they like tend to get really whiny and we just like let it ride. Look, when our dogs see deer, they don't understand if they're fully grown, realized uh, dogs or if they're some other alien and they don't understand what they are. And it's a real delight to see them be like, oh no, their, their, their whines actually kind of go from like, to like, why, why are they like that? I have to go see what this weird looking dog is. Please. It's so funny. They're just the sweetest, most wonderful. So it was so fun to actually have time to spend with them all day. We wanted to take them to try to go swimming and see if they could like learn how to swim in a little lake. But I'll tell you what, it wasn't a really nice day. And teaching a dog how to swim is precarious when your dogs don't know how yet. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not like a big fan of going in the lake in the first place. So I don't know how to get them to learn without putting myself in that precarious position of just standing in the mud, watching them on the shore, not going anywhere. There you go. There you go. I think some people actually kind of just throw sticks in and just let their dogs figure it out. And then they swim back. So, or a ball or something like a dog yeah. beach in Chicago where they, they throw a ball and then you let your dog kind of like test if they want to retrieve it. But I think you're trying to be, you know, soft and let them know that it's not scary or whatever, since they're not, they're not tiny puppies learning how to do it. There's just not tons of uh, river or there, there's rivers here, but not tons of lakes. So it's yeah. Uh, yeah. You have to kind of go in with them and show them what's what. They also, they also won't, they, our dogs don't prefer chasing toys all the time. They're very fickle to the point where we were in our backyard with them being like, maybe we'll let them throw, uh, go chase a ball and to try to get them to chase stuff. Uh, we, Tara and I pretend to be very interested in the thing so that they'll be like, well, this must be cool. And we were throwing a tennis ball back and forth. And I just, I, I didn't put a lot of heat into it, but, uh, I've been, been Tara right in the chest with a tennis ball. I'll tell you what, look, everybody, I don't know if everyone knows this, but I have a pacemaker, uh, cause of a genetic illness and it being me, I'm, I'm pretty good at catch. I've, I've done my, I've done my days <laughs> in catch. Okay. I, I played some sports. I know what I'm doing. I was right handing everything. So I'm scared to lift my arm very You put in, days. you put in your time. You put in I put your in time, my time in the catch department. And, uh, I was, I was, I had some good right handers, but I'll tell you what, something came at my left and I thought I shouldn't raise my arm above my head probably as quick, very quickly because it might, you know, hurt the wires of my beep boop and it nailed me right in the pacemaker. And I can only assume it feels like getting kicked in the nuts. Yeah. She looked, she looked like (laughs) how I've felt getting kicked in the nuts. I made a lot of faces. I did one of those like silent screams where it looks kind of like you're laughing and also you're, you're sort of crying and you know that both are accurate at the same moment. You're holding space for both truths. Yeah. Because, uh, (laughs) because Tara's pacemaker isn't at her pelvic core, uh, she was able to stay on her feet, but 
see the nuts are there so it's like everything it just crumples from that zone i'll tell you what if i do get a groin pacemaker i'll let you know okay i'll let everybody hear <laughs> please you'll be first to know not please even do. rants you'll be first to know listeners if wow. i get a groin, a groin pacemaker you're just gonna you're gonna have first dibs on that hot news it'll go something like this hey episode 20 uh tara where have you been i haven't i haven't seen you for a while Thanks for asking. My groin's ticking with a new mechanical device. What? 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 <laughs> wow. Well, wow. oh, there we are. What a there day. we are. There we are. That's where we're at. So everyone, go play catch. I hope you don't get kicked in the nuts, proverbially or or literally. Uh, yeah, let's just be days. nice. Let's be nice to the nuts, everybody. <laughs> And the hearts. Enjoy your life. Hey, uh, this episode, oddly enough, is being brought to you by Nuts on Clark. No! A uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, real business. A real, real business, business. But not one that's sponsoring us as of yet. Nuts on Clark, we're looking at you. Do you still exist? How's that for a slogan? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just pick businesses that we think may have crumbled. <laughs> nuts on Clark, we can't possibly still be around. Blockbuster video. There's still one in Alaska, right? I don't even think there is. I think it's gone. I think the last yeah. one shut down. Yeah. I mean. They tried. They tried. But how long can you rent VHS tapes? Or or discs, I guess, at this point. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I always wonder that about Christmas stores. I know we're not on topic, but I think it's fun that Christmas stores to me are the consummate question mark of what do you do January through November? Not just Christmas stores that like open up in malls during the season, no, but the no, ones that not, are open twenty four seven. Yeah, I'm not talking about Spirit Halloween that has like the smartest, yeah. the smartest <laughs> implementation of anything. Of like, I found this empty store. We put a pop up store up for a month. We made a killing and we left. That's brilliant. When you, when yeah. you're a Christmas store that's like, oh no, we bought the building for Christmas, and you're like, oh no, this is a hallmark ready to happen because you're going to shut this store down. And. Spirit Halloween and HR Block have got to be the same company. And they just, they just like transition back and forth between the same space every oh, April and October. That would be incredible. What if they mixed it up and then the HR Block people came in with like Freddy Krueger mask <laughs> and a Dolly Parton wig and they're like, bro, whoops. We're slashing the taxes, you owe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I want it to happen so much. I want that so much. That would be great. H&R Block, take a note. Take a note. Spirit <laughs> Spirit Halloween, H&R Block, like, all it takes is one of you, like, buying the other one out, and then you've got you've got your same model. Yeah. All you got to do is follow the same model. We're just saying think about it. Yeah. Okay? Uh, Rance, guess what? Our first question is, would no. you rather work at an H&R Block or Spirit I can't believe you predicted this debatable. I did it. That's it. <laughs> no, hey, that's a great one. If you're listening for the first time, this is the third time I've done this. <laughs> We're going to get to the debatables. Hey, for those of you just tuning in for the very first time, that means that Rance and I take a submission on a hypothetical situation from our listeners that they submit at itsnotashow.com, and we debate it. Hopefully you agree with one of us. Maybe we agree. Maybe we don't agree. Maybe you have a different opinion. Either way, anyway, uh, write us and tell us how you feel about it. But we got to get to debatables first so you can have something to fight us about. So Let's do it. Ooh, debatable. Number one. Oh. 
Rance, I want you to say this word aloud. C-R-A-Y-O-N. Oh, good. Crayon. See, I take the letters that are there and I pronounce them. Wait, That's say that again? Crayon. Okay. See, there's a whole there's a whole uh Y in there and there's a whole O in there. Because I know there's people that pronounce it crayon. <laughs> well, here's how I would say it. Okay. Crayon. Crayon? Yeah, like crayon. Crayon. I don't say crayon, but I'd say like give me that crayon. Yeah, I think I would say that. No, no. I understand. Yes, 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 yes. Tara, <laughs> this changes everything. No, it doesn't. It changes nothing. It makes everything the same. I here's here's my slight. I can't even think of how I say it now. That's even what's more troubling. Crayon. Yeah, crayon, crayon. Oh, Tara. <laughs> I'm saying it enough to like make sure that I say it that way. I'm rolling it around in my mouth like a nice wine. Just trying to figure out if that's the way I'd say it. Now, I would say this. I would either, I would say what I just said, or I'd say crayon, like you just said. Either yeah. one is a-okay with me. What's not okay with me is crayon. Crayon, yeah. C-R-A-N. I don't understand. There's tons of people that say crayon. 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 I get, I get why this is stupid. I hear Crayon. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying crayon the way yeah. that I would say it. Like, give me that crayon. You at least give it the, the, uh, the two dignity syllables. of two syllables. Yes. And I think crayon is what I, wow, I don't think I, do I say crayon? I might say crayon. I hope so. We're back. Holy this Lord. changes everything back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we just got remarried. <laughs> Are there other ways that you can think of that people pronounce it? So there's crayon, there's crayon, and there's Crayon, I guess, but I, I've never heard. Cray, it's almost like C R A Y U N, crayon. Crayon. That's, that's what I'm saying. I think in the okay. people take crayon, not not crayon. It's like crayon. Uh, but if I say crayon, that's I think when I was a kid I said crayon because I looked at the box and I said the word. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe it's it's lightened a bit because I've heard people say crayon so much it's become a strange hybrid of the two. God, it's like, what's, I, I want to know what region that is. And I want to know why it, it feels like a thing where like, it makes me feel like for whatever reason, but in the bayou or like that sort of like a uh, Cajun, Cajun might be like Cajun sort of like Creole French mix. And it might be that like, just that combination of Y O is like, I know that like in French, there's a lot of, they throw a lot of letters in there that they seem to neglect or don't say. Uh, like, it's like a five letter word. How do you pronounce it? Wrong. And it's like, half the letters are, half the letters are just okay. there for looks. Wait, what, what word was that? I don't spell know. That. I don't know no, enough about it. it. Spell that word. R-O-U-N-E-A-O, E-A-U-X. <laughs> and that was wrong. Wrong. Yeah, well, you really, you really gave it to those New Orleans. When you yeah. first, when you first started, maybe I'm thinking of that because when you first started spelling the word, mm -hmm. I thought this was going to be crayfish, crawfish, crawdad. Mm -mm. Like, is which way? Which oh, way? Oh, don't is do it? that because that could be someone's submission some other time. But I'll tell you what. Psychic. I, I think that here's what I'm surprised at. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm surprised that you say crayon, and then <laughs> I may have said crayon. 
because I, I still don't know that I do. And you would have better scope of like, what do I typically say? I don't know how much crayons usually come up. Well, I think that you're in this instance because it's Y O N at the end. I think there's an Ohio thing or specifically, well, Columbus is my only real reference point, but there's things like there's a river that's spelled S-C- yeah. I O sorry, O T O something like that. It ends in an O and pronounce people pronounce it Sciota. Okay, but hold on. Well, let's go back. Everyone has their regional things. I think I have more of a, and you would definitely confirm this. Uh, I have more of a Chicago accent than a Columbus accent because I lived in Chicago for the majority of my adulthood. Now that being said, I don't know if I have an, that strong of an accent, but it comes out especially when I'm like oh. heated. Or if I'm like, (laughs) it pops out. (laughs) If someone, for instance, comes to our theater space and like gives someone a hard time, then I turn Chicago in 0.2 seconds of just kind of like, what are you doing in here? I get like real, like real sharp. I also would argue Hmm. that might be part of my Italian side. Now that being said, not the anger, but the, the, the dialect. Might I interject Um, here? Because I think your Chicago comes out at fun times and your Italian comes out at anger times. Okay, what's my what's the difference in sound? Uh, like if you're being like playful fun, and then it's like, hey, let's go down to the. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's a terrible. That's a terrible. <laughs> so you're like, okay. So here's Tara at normal. Here's like. <laughs> it's me, Stevie the Bratwurst guy. <laughs> I'm just having a little fun. Here's the here's the the one phrase where it comes out the the most. Hey, happy birthday! Oh yeah, I got a real I got a real real struggle with the word birthday. So the H disappears, the T hardens, and Chicago comes out. One hundred percent. I say I say it straight, consistently and always. Even when I'm making fun of myself for doing it, yeah. I still say birthday. Uh, I know it's birthday, by the way, everyone listening. I'm I'm aware of the H. I'm sure at one other part of my life prior to living in Chicago, I said birthday. Yeah. I can do it if I think about it. But if I go to say it real quick, like yesterday, I was like, oh, it's the birthdays. Uh, I'll say it with no H for sure. Yes. Um, Now, if I get mad. If you get mad. I'm trying to defend somebody. I think that's more like what I'm trying to lean into. Defend somebody or defend yourself. It's And it's like this person, whoever whoever the other offender is, is incredulous. There's a key intonation of, you trying to tell me that the da-da-da-da? Uh, it's like me gets this weird, like special little privilege pocket of sound. Uh, you trying to tell me? It's, and it's like, it's awesome. It's sing-songy. It's like almost melodic. I know, I know what you're talking about and I don't, I never noticed it till one time. When was that? It was it was definitely at the nest. Someone was trying to start something with another customer and I was really mad and trying to like kind of defend the other person. And I they demanded something of me and I was like, "What? You're trying to tell me?" And Rance was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa." <laughs> it was like the different person. Yeah, you were you were like, "What is up, Carla?" Like all of a sudden, no matter what I said, cuz I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I had like this weird, like, when and then and happening in my voice. And I guess I had this like fleeting 
one second thought that came and went, but it was like, did I just discover that all this time Tara's been in like witness protection and trying to live <laughs> live as a different person? <laughs> I, it really comes out when I feel like there's injustice. I don't yeah. know how to describe what it's for, but it's it's typically in defense of someone or something. Uh, but it gets me, it gets real, I get real big sistery. And then all of a sudden this like Italian energy comes out uh but it's usually it's usually for good cause that being said <laughs> yeah. discussion of crayon or crayon uh or crayon uh i am surprised that i say it this way well one of those two ways and you say crayon because speaking of regional rance has the strongest I was the strongest accent on specific words that have e's or a's in them which is maybe why it's not here if I say, uh, if I say make breakfast, let's make breakfast, what would you like? And he says, eggs. So it's a <laughs> He said it so sheepishly to the camera. Eggs. I want eggs. Okay. I want eggs. Yeah. You, he, A-Y-G-S is what he would say. Eggs. Uh, eggs. And it, it's, it's usually even stronger than the way you're doing it now, which is, I, I think we'll have eggs for breakfast. I don't uh, think breakfast. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> for breakfast, please. But that's like where is it is it breakfast time? I want to eggs for breakfast with my milk. I don't think uh, that Tara. I don't think I even noticed. There's some other words too. I'm sure we'll get into them that I say, but I don't think I ever noticed eggs until you. You were like, oh, "What?" <laughs> I was I record scratch dropped a martini, stopped the show. <laughs> <laughs> I could not handle it. I was like, what did you call him? And he, he was just staring at me indignantly. Like, I, what do you mean? Like he had no idea, uh, but it was so strong. Uh, eggs, eggs. And I was like, say that word again. And it was just like uh, endearing to me. And he was like, I don't know what, what I'm doing wrong. And then he said, you say it. And I said, eggs. Yeah. And he was like, oh, okay. And do your impression of me saying it. <laughs> eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, eggs. So, eggs. Can and we have eggs for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> the face, the face is key because it's like kind of like it's like he had two shots of Novocaine. <laughs> <laughs> eggs. eggs. Can we have eggs for breakfast? Um, and I oh. know that my Columbus, uh, where we where we are now, my my hometown. I, I always struggle calling it a hometown because it's two million people big. Uh, but hope the city I'm from uh, is often used to neutralize journalism voices. That was yeah. like the thing that we studied in my university was that people would look at Columbus accent because it kind of made it neutralized. So when I got to Chicago, I had no accent at all. Uh, or, you know, by, by most people's standards, it would be a very flat Midwestern um, tone with no, no swinginess and no strange vowels or unusual vowels. So it was <clears throat> no crisp consonants, et cetera, kind of just like a plain old voice. And uh, Cleveland is not the same as that, and nor is Cincinnati, which are both, Cleveland is two hours north, Cincinnati is two hours south. And Cleveland kind of sounds like Minnesota or Chicago, Wisconsin-y. Wow. Um, and Cincinnati sounds more like the south, which is Kentucky, like- Kentucky, right? Yeah, Kentucky, kind of twangy, a little twangy, depending on where, where you are, or where you grew up. But so I, I've had this very neutral voice because uh, we're right in the heart of the state, which is more like East Coast than anything else. So it kind of sounds like Philadelphia or well, not even Philadelphia, but like Pennsylvania flat. But also 
crayon is the word you would have used as a kid before Chicago. That's what so, I'm saying. I think it may have switched me in Chicago. I think I would have said crayon before as a kid because I read it. But you, you should be saying you would probably say crayon or you would probably say crayon. Like I can hear you saying crayon because of eggs. Crayon, right? baby. If anything, I should say crayon and like really hit that A-Y. Well, that's true. Maybe that's why you do. I think since like knowing you and catching it, I've really been listening for it. And there are there are a few things I say that I've heard other people say from the, I'm, I grew up in Oregon, so from the Northwest. Uh -huh. And weird that it's also like common, like Oregon is pronounced Oregon by other people that are like, oh, it's like, I'm sorry. But that's like, I take Oregon and uh sound, but for eggs, I take, I make it the Y like everyone else <laughs> yeah. does. It's revenge. Yeah. It's revenge, I say. But there, there are things that I say that that I don't know that people say there, uh, accent-wise. But there are phrases that are definitely from there that I've heard other people say, and I feel thrilled to realize. Okay, cool. This is a Northwest thing. You do think it is Northwest? I think some are. So like I don't know about the the egg thing, but like Tara, what's a word to define a word you would normally use before me? to define something that's expensive. Oh, this is super Oregon. And I can't wait to talk about it. I'm so glad. I know we're, <laughs> we're really on the on the trail of just like following our bliss today. I love the this trails. Is, this is so great. And I think, yeah, the trail is the fun part of this non-show. Uh, what I would say if something is expensive here is that I would say it is pricey. Yeah, and that's what I've found out so many people say. I, I'd say, I dare say, everyone outside of portland oregon says Ooh. or like like any any city whatever any that area i would say it's that area of oregon i think we've had this confirmed by several people that have said what you're about to say mm -hmm. and we were like where are you from and they all were like oh i'm from eugene i'm from salem like they all they all said places in oregon uh so i'm, I'm curious if it's like a statewide thing that's not just portland but maybe it's just maybe it's just Oregon. I've heard other people in Oregon that we know that we're friends with say it as well. Yeah. Uh, so Rance, what if something expensive? Can you set me up with a scenario like a, like we're out shopping and we're, yeah, and you're yeah. looking at oh, it. Okay. I, you know, I could either get these, um, I'm going to get these liquid egg whites, but the egg beaters are, are, are kind of more expensive than the, the, the generic. So, um, I mean, they may be a little spendy, but I think it's worth it. Spendy. Hold for silence. <laughs> <laughs> Who here has heard the word spendy? I, I had never heard it till Rance. I've heard it definitely a good number of times since I've known Rance. I've known Rance for almost 20 years of my life, though. And I, I really think when he said it the first time, I thought he was pulling a prank on me. And that is, that is legit, <laughs> really what I thought because he always made fun of me about like just little silly things I'd said. Mm -hmm. So he said spendy and I was like, haha. And he was like, what? Um, and we had this long talk about spendy and I could not believe it was real. And he was like, no, everyone says it. Everyone says it, which is my favorite thing of rant. He gets really indignant. And it's like, no, it's totally normal. Everyone does this. I'm sure. Everyone says eggs. Everyone says, eggs. <laughs> everyone says spendy. I was like, I've never heard the word spendy before. So we sort of started taking this informal census of if we heard someone say it, we'd be like, where are you from right away? Yeah. And we had, I, I feel like we might've had one outside person, maybe in Washington, the state who might've said spendy as well. Yeah, definitely Northwest. Yeah. It's really, really prevalent. And he says it every time. And I always laugh 
uh where it's like oh yeah that is a spendy little jacket and i'll be like what <laughs> it just sounds so cute i can't understand how yeah. it's a real word it is cute tara it's fun spendy. it's spendy <laughs> this is like too adorable i don't understand how it's a real word so spendy is a thing that's why i'm surprised i, I do think you have an accent rance has a stronger accent i believe than uh, probably like a a typical I don't want to say Midwesterner, but Midwesterners have accents too. But maybe that flat kind of thing I'm talking about from the beginning, I would have thought crayon really got you. And I'm saying crayon that way now, which makes me think it's my default, but I don't know. Yeah, crayon. I can hear you being like crayon. No, never. I don't know. But here's what we here's what we definitely take a hard stance on. C-R-A-N, get out of here. No, no, no. There's a, get there's out more. Of here. If you can see the, the letters, like why not pronounce them, you know? Well, what about Rue? The, 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 uh, That's what I'm saying. What you give us from the uh, Creole South. Yeah. Rue. I'm saying pronounce them all. Pronounce all the letters. Nah, that's too hard. That's too much time. Well, agree to disagree. I'd <laughs> A, love to know, like, like send us a message through our, our website. I'd love to know, is there another way to pronounce it that we don't know about? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and also... Where do you lie on the spendy pricey spectrum? And if you're if you're on the spendy side and not in Oregon or Washington, if you if you grew up somewhere else or live somewhere else, I want to know. We got to know where how far spendy spreads. Yes, major timeout on this. If if you are if you are a person and be honest, please, I do need to know this as our informal census grows. If you are a person that says spendy, are you write us if you are not from the Northwest. Yeah. And you were not raised by or influenced by a person from the Northwest that said it. Like, oh, my aunt said spendy all the time. I'm in Illinois. It doesn't, that, you got it from your aunt who's from, you know, Portland. Yeah. Then just tell us that. I just, I'm curious about that part right there. That I think it's all coming from one pocket. I'm fifth generation Wyoming. And we say spendy <laughs> all the time. I love etymology so much, too. I'm curious why it's spendy and pricey. I think spendy is a fun word. I don't know why it's not used more. I definitely don't think to say it, though, because it's not a real word in my head. So when I go to look at a price tag, I'm always like, oh, that's that's expensive. I think I'd probably say that's expensive. I don't think I'd say that's pricey even. But if I said something slang, it'd be pricey. Yeah. I also call them spend tags. <laughs> <laughs> spend tag i'm wondering how much this gift costs is it too spendy oh. for my aunt oh tara I, i'm feeling better by the way i was feeling sick last week and i would just like lie in bed and watch the spend is right on tv you know like <laughs> <laughs> oh hey do you remember that great zz top song called legs <laughs> i do say legs like they're all that's that's a thing I don't know that there's a combination. That's I will say, I will say keg of beer. I will say legs. There's like, I, there is a combination because Rance also says treasure instead of treasure. So if I say, you know, if you, if you, if you go dig for treasure, yeah. you'll say, definitely say, say it, say it the way you really would. So treasure. Okay. So treasure. So, and that would also go for uh measure, measure, but he wouldn't say pleasure that way. Pleasure. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I've, and I've, I think I, I think I did used to say pleasure, but I also like, that's one that I've 
learned early on of like, are you kidding me? I've been saying this weird. So I've been like, I'm more, I'm more likely to say measure, treasure, pleasure than I am a egg. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is where video comes in helpful because (laughs) you can see me working to to say it. But yeah, leg, keg, but I would say like the dregs. Like D R E G S, like something. What? The dregs. Like the the, guy. Yeah. Did you say dregs? Dregs. I say dregs on that one. Dregs. You said dregs. You said it like me. You said like dregs, like eggs. Ooh, I've got it recorded. I can't wait to listen. (laughs) (laughs) She's gone. Where'd she go? What? I don't think I did, but if I did. Uh-oh. It's it was catching. faint. It was faint, but I, it was there. I've got a, I got a sharp ear for the old AYG. Oh, no. We should get you a hoodie that says AYG. I want to love you, AYG. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we covered this. Uh, Hey, <sighs> no heads. We definitely want to know what you say about Spendy. We definitely want to know about this crayon debate. Uh, please weigh in on that. That's, that's, that's only round one. Are you ready for question two? Debatable. This question made me laugh so hard. Did I give credit to who that was from? I don't think I did. Oh, no, I don't think so. Our crayon question was from Karen Polis. Thank you, Karen. Uh, That was our episode first question. And our second question is from, I'm looking right now. Uh, Sorry, I shouldn't even call it a question. It is a question, but it's more of a scenario. Oh, okay. <laughs> this question, this debatable, is from Grace Wagner in Milwaukee. Okay, are you ready for a ridiculous one? I am ready for a ridiculous one. Would you rather live in an olive garden your whole entire life or go blind? Oh, go blind. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> Next question. I was just about to say, like, what's the other option? What? I'll choose it. No way, man. Your entire oh. life? Hell yeah. Oh my God. Well, I mean, here's something I didn't consider in this question. I'll read it again just for my own clarification. Sure. <clears throat> Would I rather live in Olive Garden my whole life or go blind? In my head, that meant it's my home. Do you think it's like a biodome where I can't leave Olive Garden? I did consider it that way. But even if you can, you still have to come back to this place. Like at, at best... It's an actual olive garden, and it's like a garden where olives are grown. But I know that's not what they meant. They oh, mean the restaurant. Italiano. They mean. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think that I would live in an olive garden because I think that I don't have to eat their food. I don't have to serve there. Yeah. I think it could also be an olive garden after dark, which, yeah, I'll sleep in an olive garden. What do I care? I'll, like, I'll get a cot and like sleep in an olive garden. It's, it's pretty big. They're pretty big. I'd have lots of room. You'd have to adjust your, if I were going to do it, like you're saying, I'd have to adjust my schedule entirely to where I am gone from 9 a.m. to (laughs) midnight Mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, I get how people would be like, ooh, if I live there, then I get free food. And that's not part of it. That's that's not a guarantee. Okay. But you would have to deal with smells. You would have to deal with all the people coming in and out. Look, I, as an Italian human, I should hate Olive Garden more than I do, okay? Yeah. Here's the thing. 
if I'm going to go to an Olive Garden, let's talk about an Olive Garden in general. Yeah. If I'm going to go to an Olive Garden, something that I've done many a time with my Italian family who begrudgingly goes because we like the salad. Okay, we like the salad. Everyone calm down. Yeah. I like the salad and I like the soup and I like the ever, ever and never ending breadsticks. We always get the same thing. We don't go near the pasta. That's a big mistake because it's not going to be what you expect as, as a person that has homemade Italian food. So you just have to have soup, salad, bread. Okay. That's the, look, that's the inside tip from your, your sweet Italian friend, Tara. Okay. Smart tip, smart tip, smart tip. Smart tip. Okay. I think the smell of Olive Garden is fine. I don't, I don't really, I can kind of smell it. I think it smells like marinara sauce. Sure. And I bet the smell would go away if you're like, if you're staying there and you're like, eh, the smell goes away. Yeah. It's there, but you don't notice it. It's like having pets or whatever. Like, yes. Yes. Like you walk into your house and you're like, Oh, home. And your friends are like, um, you got some hamsters. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, no, what's the problem? Etc. <laughs> That's the problem. Your house <laughs> smells like hamsters and you don't have any. Why would I have hamsters? They say cough, cough. <laughs> I don't think it would be horrible to live in an Olive Garden. I think there's worse places you could live. So it's meaning, meaning I'm here's I'm going best case. So I'm going, I'm going, there's no one in the Olive Garden, but you, you live in the place. Mm-hmm. It's not operational necessarily. It may smell like an old Olive Garden, oh. but it's, it's just an Olive Garden. And yeah, I get salad anytime I want. If, if it is operational. Here's some things I'm not going to give you. I'm not going to give you that this is a non-operational Olive Garden. <laughs> you, <laughs> okay. For okay. the scenario, it is operational. Okay, fine. It's operational. So I eat all the salad every day. <clears throat> my sodium intake skyrockets. Everything's great. Oh, my God. But I'm, I'm eating salads. There's something. I probably live pretty close to a very, very busy street. <laughs> yeah. Highway. You've got easy access to probably a mall. Probably. Or yeah. at least a gas least a station. Or something. Yeah, that's true. I can leave. So I can leave. You're saying I can leave, not Biodome style. I'm saying you can leave, but like, for me, I'm a homebody. I don't go out that much. So I'd I'd be like, oh, crap. You don't think there's some place in the Olive Garden where I can tuck away and have my own section? No. It'd just be, why? Because it's a restaurant and they make use of all the space. So it's like, nah. there's no like dead space in a restaurant. They they maximize it. When's the last time you saw a completely at capacity Olive Garden? Oh, okay. You could sit at a table out in the open yeah. with everybody there, but there's no like back. I wouldn't want to sit at a table out in the open with everybody there. But if, if I'm just like basically going to my coffee shop, the coffee shop, which is the Olive Garden. Sure. And working at my laptop or whatever and getting my stuff done. Yeah. I think I could handle it. What's your choice for going blind rather than Olive Garden? And I can't believe things were coupled. That's what I think is mystifying about this question. Uh, because it's an Olive Garden. I wouldn't want to live there. <laughs> that's my that's my twist. Here's my factors that led me down the easy route of whatever the other choice is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A, I've worked at an Olive Garden. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I worked there for... I think 13 days. So I know, I know what's going on. I worked there long enough to do the, the two weeks of training and work one shift and realize, uh, this sucks. <laughs> There's a few things to, uh, to deal with. There's all the people that, that come in. So it's just like, there's that, there's the noise level. Like I would live there maybe if I could go deaf and not have a sense of smell. So that, that's my combo. I'd either 
It's all smell for you. And sound. And sound. I'd have to. I'd have to be. I'll either live not there and be blind, or I'll live there and be deaf and hmm. uh, not be able to smell. Okay. So there's like the sheer the sheer din of noise, the inescapable din. There's the like disgustingness of the back uh, back kitchen, regardless of whatever regulations you think are being met in any restaurant. <laughs> Proud sponsor of it's not a show, Olive Garden. Yep. And then there's there's restaurants after dark, which. I guarantee are not a thing you want to know about. So this is your time to like jump forward about uh, a, a minute or two in this. But I had, uh, when I was in just out of high school, I had a friend that their job was to clean restaurants at night. Uh-huh. And we all went to this Chinese restaurant. Cause it was like, you can just come and hang out and I'll be uh, while I'm cleaning at night after everyone leaves is when all the bugs that you don't think are there come out. And like, we walked into the kitchen, turned on the light, and it was cockroach city just scurrying Whoa. everywhere. Yeah. What was it? That was at a Chinese restaurant, you said? That was at a Chinese restaurant. But like, any, any restaurant that's got food is going to have bugs of some sort. I'll do you one better. Yeah. When you said, when you said uh, what a restaurant is like after dark, I thought you meant the insane drug use that's happening. I, I, was, I was going more... <laughs> Because I used to work at Applebee's, shout out, uh, way back when. That was like one of my first jobs as a teenager. And everybody there was on cocaine. I'm talking everybody <laughs> was on cocaine, y'all. I, look, I don't know how fast you have to get this Applebee's food out. I, if you really are under the kind of like 80s Wall Street pressure of getting out an oriental chicken salad, you need to take a <laughs> quick backseat and evaluate your life about why you're doing so much cocaine and blitzing your nose away when you're like putting jalapeno poppers on the table, everyone's okay. I was, I was just going to say these jalapeno poppers aren't going to push themselves. <laughs> this Jack Daniels rib basket isn't going to get out there if I don't get Keith to put it on the table as fast as possible. Did Applebee's, did Applebee's have Jack Daniels yeah. branded? Yeah, after me. So did TGI Fridays. Oh wait, am I wrong? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It was after I worked there, so I'm not oh. positive. I just remember it was like. I remember being like a kid and being like, oh, cool, I'll work at Applebee's. Probably because like in middle school, you went to Applebee's or whatever and like would split a shake three ways with your friends while your server cried in the corner for their no tip. But I I worked there because it was close to a movie theater and it was an easy way to like get a lot of tables and stuff. And and they hired a lot of young people. So I I worked there and everybody was doing drugs, hardcore. Uh, And it's the first place I ever saw cocaine. I remember being like, cocaine is real? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed like a thing that would be in like a michael douglas movie and nothing that i would see in real life as a as a 16 or 17 year old especially at applebee's okay yeah. this wasn't wall street this was an applebee's a regular suburban city suburban applebee's with no pressure zero pressure except for getting out your orders i mean i just could not believe it so yes the restaurant biz is wild if people are doing cocaine at applebee's and I've worked a number, number of other jobs in restaurants where they were not doing cocaine. So I will say that's not, maybe it's just Applebee's. I've worked a lot of restaurants and to my knowledge of all the restaurants I've worked in, no one was openly doing cocaine. <laughs> I don't, lucky. There, there might have been people who were, but I didn't know about any of it. I would guess in our era of people, if anything was happening, it'd be like acid shrooms or weed, not cocaine. Cocaine was not like a hot drug. Rant and I didn't grow up in like 1984 
you know, around people that were doing, doing cocaine all the time. This is, this is like, you know, mid nineties stuff. So it was, it was such a strange, it was so strange. Anyway, yeah. this all to say, I would not live in an Applebee's, but I may live in an olive garden. If I, if it was just my home, if it was just my home, where are you going to sleep? I'm probably going to sleep somewhere. And uh, I can, I can picture our olive garden. I assume they're all kind of the same. This scenario does not call into the magic of construction where you actually get a bedroom. This doesn't bring, this is like, it's a restaurant and you're, that's your, where you live. I'll be logical. Okay. I'll say I'll sleep at the bar because the bar is probably the last thing. The bar is probably the last thing to open. Um, And so my assumption is if it's like every other restaurant I worked at that was not breakfast serving, it probably has the staff come in around 930 or 10 prep. And then they open doors at 11 for like lunch rush, uh, which is, which is typical. So if that's the case, I'm thinking no one's going to be in the bar because there's nothing to prep until lunch. So I'd get the most sleep at the bar. And when I say the bar, there's like usually a bar area. It's like a, a little like tucked in corner. Yeah, it's kind of the you wait here if you don't have a table or yeah, you hang out here if you're just getting appetizers or whatever. Exactly. Uh, otherwise, I would just take a section and make it my own and call it a day and have them just deal with me all day. If I'm the girl that lives in an olive garden to begin with, I would assume they'd also be like, look at this woman. She's lived here her entire life. What a spectacle. Let's give her a section. Okay, I'll give you that one. They might do that. I must but still, they're, it's, they're like, you get a section, but it doesn't mean you get a room. Like that. that <laughs> let me ask you this one. Hot shot. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you showering? Oh, I'm doing, I'm hosing down. I'm hosing down. Hosing down. You take the whenever, uh, at night, whenever they, uh, take those rubber mats out to the back to hose them down, I just go out there and be like, give me a spritz. (laughs) (laughs) Squish, squish. Here's what I think. Here's where I think I'm at. Here's, I'm trying to be logical again. I think I'm taking Mm -hmm. something, a, a hose, a sprayer, and I'm using it in the slop sink that's on the ground. Oh man. You know what I'm talking about? Like the how mop, like the mop, mop sink, the mop sink, like yeah, on yeah. the floor. So it's basically like a European kind of style square shower floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I would, I would probably, yeah, just lather up. And uh... here's what I'd really do: if I, if I had to live at the Olive Garden, I'd probably have a membership to a gym. I'd go to the gym, I'd shower there, I'd come back to the Olive Garden. That's what I was gonna say. Like, if I'm living at an Olive Garden, odds are in my favor. I'm not paying rent. That this is some sort of messed up situation. Like, somehow <laughs> I own this building. There we go. And Olive Garden is here. And yeah. maybe, maybe the, maybe I was, my next question was going to be, what's your job? But uh, I would have done it. Uh, I'm famous. I would have been, you're famous? I'm famous as hell. I'm the only one. <laughs> what's your job? I'm, I'm famous. That lives at Olive Garden. Everyone would line up. They would all line up. Then how are you going to sleep? Because then they'd come in more and you wouldn't have your section to your, by yourself. Because you, they lock the doors at 11. I lock the doors when the restaurant's done. They can come in during the day and gawk at me if they want. But I won't be there. I'll be at a coffee shop or my gym showering my body. They will not see me then. They will only see me when I want them to see me. But you started off on the theory of this place won't all won't ever like this place won't always be at full capacity, so I'll probably have a section myself. But now you're famous and they're coming to see you. So this place is packed. Fine. Let them look. Let them look. Let me eat my endless breadsticks and eat my salad and work on my laptop. And they can look at me if they want. I'll wave. I'll be friendly. I'll even visit with them. I don't care. What do I care? I hey, can- uh, what kind of laptop work 
do you have to do if you're the famous <laughs> Olive Garden lady? Publicity. 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 <laughs> I have to make a ton of logos for all the work. I'm, I'm blogging. Uh, I'm, I'm vlogging. I'm vlogging and blogging constantly about what I'm living like all the time. People need to know everything that's happening to me. And I'm not going to live in a fishbowl all the time, but I will... I will let them know what it's like to live your life in an olive garden. I don't think it'd be the worst. I also might invite some friends to live there with me. So it's not so lonely. I think like we're, I think I'm starting to lean on the side of live at olive garden. If it's Hell this yeah. sort of scenario, cause here's what I would do. Let's hear it. Of course, I'm going to bend the rules a little bit, but you know how I, you know how I do. If I'm famous, if I'm the famous guy who lives at olive garden. Yeah. I'm assuming that the building is mine yeah. and the Olive Garden rents it. And my money is actually perfect fr from the rent of Olive Garden. Perfect. Then like anytime I need to get away, I just like go to an Airbnb or I go to so-and-so and I just like live at Olive Garden just enough uh -huh. to be, uh, keep the fame alive, you know? Yeah. Just enough to give them a taste, man. Like you look, we got to control we got to make sure that we're putting out good vibes to our, the people that like us as the Olive Garden livers. We got to give them just a little bit every now and then to keep them enticed. How's that woman yeah. doing? How's that guy doing that lives at the, the Olive Garden? And then we're just going to tell them a little tiny snippet so they can always just check in. You know, it's not a zoo. It's not a zoo. We control when we leave and, 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 and go and come and stay, et cetera. Sure. But yes uh the people may be curious about us hey you may be noticing too we're not debating the blind part of this as much i think it's just because we don't want to disparage any of our friends that may have lost the, i have i have a couple friends that are blind slash uh legally blind yeah and i think that they do just fine it's more just a curiosity now of could i live in an olive garden i, I think it's become a question of yeah <laughs> could i sustain my life at olive garden and i think i i think i could it wouldn't be preferable but i think it'd be okay yeah, and I think that my initial choice of blindness was yeah, like this not like that'll be easy, but I'd rather I'd rather have to learn to live with without one of my senses than to have two to three of them assaulted uh, on a daily basis. <laughs> what a way to say it. Oh, we got some real shots in an OG yeah. today. We got some real shots in an OG. I think that, that that's really like we really went at them. We did. I, I think if I were going to be the, the person that lived there and I was making that rent money, I think I would put in and I would, I'll allow, I'll allow you to do, do this too, since, you know, it's only fair, but I'd. Will you allow me? Please allow me. Yes. As the, as the male white man. Uh, yes. From yes. the we made to the yes. celebration. Oh, let's see. Happy birthday. Oh, you'd have to hear that so we many times. We hope you will remember this day into forever. We're wishing you a happy birthday. Barf, barf. Our family and friends at the Olive Garden in the true Italiano way. Hey, hey, if you're looking for some fun, try Hospitaliano. Have a happy, happy day. Hey. Andy's Mints. <laughs> an explosion an explosion. explosion poof i don't think they sing that song anymore you were saying something but i had to cut you off because you're doing misogynist speaks so yeah like, and it was oh, it was very warranted it was very let's warranted. make this a new pact of it's not a show if you ever say anything that's misogynistic you're going to get that song in return yeah and i actually have a i have a good idea if i ever say anything misogynistic then i'll get that show in return you'll get what 
<laughs> I just tried to repeat you like I didn't listen to you. I was trying to get the song to go again. <laughs> From the I don't think they even sing it anymore. I was saying, like, if we were if we were both going on the same idea of we live here and we're the famous person that lives, us just being there in this scenario is like part of the fame that brings people to this restaurant. Yes. And you would be like, oh, there she is. She's in her section. I think I would, I would try to have like a closet built that actually led to a room underneath. Nothing big, just like a hangout room. And it'd be more like, well, this is a super deep cut, but like get ready to do some deep diving. In the movie Real Genius with Val Kilmer, there's this one guy who's like, I think his name's Milo. I can't remember. Uh, But he just, he's kind of this roommate that just never left, but he goes into a closet and shuts the door and then he's just not there anymore. We've lost all our listeners. There they are. Uh, but I would be, I would be that guy. I'm just like, is that him? There. Oh, and I go into a closet, close the door, and it would give me access to the room, and then I could latch it, and people would open it and just be a closet again. So I'd be that kind of like, it's the guy, it's the closet guy, it's the guy, it's the guy, it's, the, it's all the garden closet guy, it's the guy, he's the guy, hey, that's the guy. Let me tell you something, okay? Room. Yeah. Let me tell you something. New alterations to the OG. Crap. Well, then I just stand in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> They'd open the closet door and I'd just be standing there in the dark and be like, Security, security, security. Are you the closet guy? Security. Hi. Hi. That's fair then. No alterations. No alterations. If I can't alter the section and make it my own bedroom, you can't build an underground lair where there's a closet. That that's what I was saying. I would allow if since I'm like oh out from the actually Tara, these were two great debatables. I think so too. Thank you, friends. Karen Polis and Brooke Turner, you really outdid yourselves. Thank you so much for sending them in. Feel free to write us at itsnotashow.com. There's a form right there. You can write straight through to the webmaster and let them know debatables and or questions and or thoughts. Anything can happen inside that. Yes. Right there. Hey, did you have a fun time? We hope you did. We'd love it if you'd go to uh, iTunes and give us a review and give us a rating. That would really help us out and uh, and get us cranking out the, the non-shows. Thanks, everybody. We had a ball. We'll see you next time. Bye.